Oh, Megan. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm hanging in there. How are you? I'm good. Sorry, that was, I'm very excited by how well this is seemingly working so far. Really? Man, this is uh, cutting-edge technology. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of like, there was at one point you kind of went out and I didn't hear you, but... Oh, oh Casey's okay. here. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Hi, Casey. Oh, hey. How are you guys? Oh, we're good, man. We're good. Good. That's great. We're, just, we're waiting on Will. I'm stoked that you're good. Um, Casey, I'm... you have such a good NPR voice right now. <laughs> you do. Are you doing Thank you so this? much. <laughs> no, that that means a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how's, so what's up, how's quarantine? How are you guys doing? Um, quarry. Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> teen myself. But... Very teeny. Very teeny. <laughs> Very teeny. Oh. I should make some some mm-hmm. tea to go with my voice. Mm, yes, I'm, I'm and sip. <laughs> oh, this sip, is a... like and slurp it. You have to slurp it. So yeah. In between. <laughs> oh, Will's <laughs> no, here. The beginning of the quarantine. I was fucking Will. Walk in, Will. Hey, everybody. Hey, there he oh, is. Oh goodness. There he is. Anyway, Will, how are you? I'm alive. That's that's good, man. I, I how how's uh how's quarantine been for you? Quarantine is eerie. Quarantine yeah. is it it's like you're all staying inside and not doing anything. The weather might be nice, but there's you still just sit alone. <laughs> oh, it was prime prime bonfire weather today. Yeah, I went for a walk in North Park with my roommates. But nah, man, it's it's good. Everything's fine over here. Um, I'm Weird. incredibly concerned financially, but oh yeah, me too, big I'm time. Fre- but... Breaking out a little bit. <laughs> anyway, guys, welcome to a quarantined episode of Verbal Filler. Christmas quarantine special. Christmas quarantine special. Merry Christmas. Well, happy Kwanzaa. How how well, the how the quarantine stole Easter. <laughs> didn't didn't uh, the Vatican cancel officially cancel That's Easter? That's right. Jesus is not coming back this year. Oh. He's staying dead. It's about staying dead until twenty twenty one. My uh, God, cool. It's unfortunate, but we're all just going to have to go without some bread for a little, you know. Okay, so I have to I have to lead off with a question for I th- I guess for you, okay. Austin. Um. Did we rant about the calendar on the podcast, or was that just amongst ourselves? What about the calendar? I don't think that was on the podcast. About how it started, what was it, like 1482 was the first calendar year? And it's bullshit. It's, yeah, fuck that. How'd they know it was 1582? Why wouldn't you just start with the year? I mean, I get why they picked Jesus's whole situation as a starting point i understand that <laughs> they picked it as an estimated starting point <laughs> yeah but then like i don't know i would have just started with like hey this is year one right <laughs> welcome to one <laughs> january 1st one i guess that's just me um so megan so you are you you're quarantined with justin right Yes. Have you guys thought about ways to murder each other yet? No, but in the beginning of quarantine, I set out two mugs 
And one says Megan at Justin and then Justin at Megan. And every single time we snap at each other, we put a quarter in a mug. <laughs> and so hold on. So um Justin has two dollars and I have I have two dollars and twenty-five cents. That sounds about right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you're snapping right. at each other pretty evenly. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty. So pretty after a week, it's only been what eight and nine times though. That's, I mean, that's not too bad. Yeah, and whenever now, let me clarify this. Whenever we snap, it's never like screaming. It's not a screaming match. It's like a like through uh, clenched teeth. Like we'll talk about this later type of snapping, and it's like, yeah, that that that's what it is. So we're 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 pretty even. It's not too bad. Well, let me ask you this. What side of a ship is port? Should I know this? Oh. Is this in, where like, is this? It is the left hand side. Oh. Did you just no, Google that's that? That's where you dock and you exit on the left hand side of a boat. All Great right. point. All right, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Will? Hey. Hey man. How's uh, like... how's how's hanging out with Digby? Uh, it's great. He is sitting next to me, licking himself lustily right now. It's nice. For the listeners, Digby is a dog, not a human. Really, okay, <laughs> really not great to witness or listen to. I hear it. I can't. So I'm glad you can't. I, I man, right in my ear. Can you like simulate it, just so we know what it yeah, sounds yeah. like? Uh, it sounds like a bad blowjob. That's what it sounds like. Oh yeah, I've been there. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of noise. There's just a lot of noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. Uh, so for the listeners who might be confused as to why the the varying um, is actually going on, we're all recording this separately from our own abodes. Um, and and doing this via a sort of conference call style recording <laughs> I feel like I probably sound like when when uh, someone's on the news and the, the the quality is so bad they just put a picture of them they're not on video there's just a <laughs> photograph of them on the screen and they're like wah, 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 wah. <laughs> so okay um, so Casey and I are, well, Casey's got, he's got some art stuff going on. I'm effectively like out of work right now. I'm minus the writing that I post for free and hope will get paid for eventually. So Megan, Will, what, uh, what's your, what's your situation like? Will, take, take it away. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I still work my uh, crappy job, but we, we, uh, we were turned out of our building uh, by the governor. So he shut down everything. So we all had to kind of flee. And then uh, my bosses who are in New Jersey are apparently violating their governor's order because uh, they have Ooh. two people going into our office building there every every day. Oh, wow. So are you, yeah. are you just working from yep. home? Yep. <laughs> you do not sound thrilled about that. <laughs> um. I think a forty-person conference call is worse. Um, oh God, you're in conference when, calls all day. When it's forty different phones too. Oh, that's the other day, for instance, on our conference call, 
not everybody mutes their line like they're supposed to. And so in the middle of our partner explaining what the new system was going to be like, we hear somebody, I have no idea. I have, I have a belief about who it was. Just go, holy <laughs> fucking shit in the background of the entire conference call. So that was, that was, I guess, entertaining, but it was also like, this could have been an email, I think, at this point. Yeah, that's <laughs> rough. See, I just assumed based on like the work that, that you do for them, because you're primarily just you're writing things, right? Like that's correct. I almost never need to be on a group. That's what I'm saying. Is like I figured they yeah. just kind of sent you the shit, and they were like, "Here's what you got to do," and you just were able to like tune out and sit down and do the writing, and like that was that. But yikes. That's that's pretty much it. And I'm, you know, I'm supposed to attend certain things and I do it, though I don't know uh, what benefit it is to me. So anyway, it's been kind of easy to switch to remote work. It's just, you know, cabin fever. That's all. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I get that. I, and I say all that, I realize I'm very fortunate in this situation. Yeah, I got, yeah. Well, I got my uh, EBT card today, which was a, a big help. They gave me $250 for food, so. Oh, that's a that's a really yeah, good idea. Yeah, that was my mom's idea. She signed, She helped me, like, get all that figured out. I highly went recommend. Out, went yeah. out and got a bunch of food today, like, been trying to eat a little bit healthier since I'm stuck inside all day, so I got, like, <laughs> Bunch of fruit, bunch of veggies. Like it's, uh, it, was, it was nice. I spent like a hundred dollars on stuff at Shop and Save. Is there still no toilet paper? No, they had so much at Shop and Save. On uh, I do you want me to grab you some? Do you need toilet paper? No, 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 no. no. I'm good. I'm good. I was just curious because the whole toilet paper shortage is just it boggles my mind. Oh, it's I so just stupid. Can't understand. Can I tell you what happened so. about toilet paper shortage? Yes. When I was, so I went to Costco with a friend cause she didn't want to go alone. <laughs> and I was like, that sounds crazy, but sure. <laughs> I, went, so I went and, um, we get there and we get to the back of Costco and there's an armed police officer and a Costco staff member standing next to Good a Lord. literal, not figurative, mountain of toilet paper. Oh. And they are there to enforce the one um, package of toilet paper per membership. Now, I don't know if you've ever bought toilet paper at Costco, but it comes 48 rolls <laughs> to a package. So, like, whoever's indignant about only being permitted to take one that person doesn't deserve to walk the earth. So you're taking I, I just, one roll from a package <laughs> of 48? No, you get one package of 48 rolls, and oh. they have a armed Pittsburgh police officer back there to enforce the policy because people can't be trusted. And as I was leaving, and, like, my mind was already blown, I see, like, clearly these, like, West African immigrants who are just making their, like, you know monthly Costco run and they are clearly confused out of their minds as to what is happening in front of them. And I, it was like, yeah, this is, there's no cultural pre preparation for this. No. We, this is just how we behave poorly. <laughs> yeah. That is a strictly American sensibility <laughs> of like, I need maybe more than 96 rolls of toilet paper. 
We don't know how long this will last. Well, there... like, I just want to know who leaked out the bad information that this virus gives you the shits when the skirts. <laughs> like, who leaked it out? Where did it start? Because it's not true. And, like, where I don't, I'm so confused why that's the thing. Well, I think it's more of a thing like, I think it's more of a thing like if we get to a point where we can't actually leave our house, our homes, where like places get shut down, people want to be prepared for that scenario. I don't think it's so much that people think they're going to be exploding out of their ass. It's yeah, the same like, thing with like the hand soap, though. It's like everyone's like, yeah. oh man, I got to get, I got to get all of it. I, it's mine. I need it. It's like, were you not <laughs> washing your hands before this? Were you also were you not were you not wiping your yeah. asses? I heard bidet sales went up, which is pretty dope. Um, oh yeah, because I recently. Yeah. Well, I don't know if company. you. Hmm. It's called um. <laughs> but don't. It's called flush the tub. It's called bidet. Um, the rainbow um, color bidet. <laughs> oh, it, like, but, but hey, hey yeah. um, we're really going. I don't know if you guys heard like on, on the note of like people buying stuff up and potentially things getting worse. Um, uh, apparently the epicenter of this virus is now shifting yeah, to the U S highest number of confirmed and, cases now. Well, and it's because, I mean, I, uh, from what I've seen, a lot of people are taking it very lightly. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I went to Aldi the other day out of just like necessity for food, and like the number of people that I saw, and I I, I was doing that thing where I was driving, and I was like, "What are you guys doing out here? You shouldn't be out here." <laughs> As a fellow <laughs> member, well, <I'm> yeah. <laughs> Like walking yeah. around, going shopping I'm on your day off, and it's like else. a Tuesday, and you're like, "What? Don't you guys I'm have like, jobs? Fuck you, fuck you! You shouldn't be here." I did get angry at the number of people I saw out wearing face masks. Still, um, given that there have been like multiple things said about, like, "Hey, don't wear these. You, you know, there we need them for hospitals. We need them for people to like who are working directly with this." And I'm like, and the actual preventative nature of the face mask isn't like worth that like me wearing once the grocery store doesn't really do as much as just keeping my distance from other people and like washing my hands yeah so it's like yeah but if you have to be out i get it and like i know um my brother's girlfriend uh sent or my brother's girlfriend's parents in china sent over like Hundreds of hundreds well, of hundreds of face masks to them recently. They're already contaminated. <laughs> the face masks aren't good if they already um, like there was a. Uh, they do say you should say wear a face mask if you are contagious. Right. And so but I I do like to try to I like to try sense. to take the gracious belief that those people are trying to protect me from them. I yeah I. But without interviewing have, someone, you never know. I don't have the faith in other people that you do. Um, yeah, neither do yeah. I. But I, yeah, I do understand that idea. And that was kind of where I was at. I was like, I saw people like with, or people with like bandanas wrapped around their faces. And I was like, if you're preventing other people from getting sick, good on you. But if it's not, so animal wait, crossing. Are, wait, are you trying to tell me that quarantine <laughs> hasn't just been like a beach vacation for you? 
Oh, because I know some people for whom it has been a beach vacation. And to those people, I'd like to say, keep it to yourself. You guys want to talk about Animal Crossing? So Austin skipped ahead. He, he, changed, he changed his system time on his Switch to skip ahead in Animal Crossing. Just, just I just want to put time. that just out into the, the world. On the first day, I, we, I ran out of stuff to do. I wanted the museum to open. I, I, I skipped ahead. I cheated a little bit. But I've been keeping it clean since then, man. I Look, I built three houses by myself. I built a bridge. Uh, we upgraded our, our resident services area to a town hall. The island of Macondo. Uh, and yes, I named my Animal Crossing village after the uh, made-up town from 100 Years of Solitude. It's doing well. I'm fucking lost. I don't know what the fuck you're talking What is about. 100 Years of Solitude? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> familiar with it. I swear to God I told you about it. Are you being you definitely told me about it numerous uh, times. Will and I have talked about it. I, I, I listen when you talk, man. I keep, I keep up. I just, it is I don't a, recognize a that magical realism book written about this fictional town in Colombia called. Hey, man, you totally <laughs> told me about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't know that was won the, the title. You won the Nobel you totally Prize told me about literature it. for that book. Yeah, it's profoundly misogynist. I'll put it out there. It is very misogynistic. It is. <laughs> it's like painfully so. Okay, that's it. Has anybody seen this Tiger King? I just have to say, as a general disclaimer, people should not own exotic animals. People who do that, I've never met someone normal who wanted to do that, but this is like confirmation of that. That's all. Hmm. Has have you guys watched that like Tiger King documentary? Well, literally just asked about that. Wait, really? Yeah. Talked about Megan. Yeah, I can't. Actually, actually, moments ago. Wait, Megan, have you watched it? Oh, hey. No, I haven't. Oh. I actually have not heard of it. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> okay, so I can give you the the quick and dirty, not spoilers of what it is. It is a docu. Yeah, it's give me a the docu series about this guy in Oklahoma who owns one of the largest private zoos in the country. He has like two hundred and seventy big cats, and uh, it it is kind of situated around his rivalry with this woman who owns Big Cat Rescue in Tampa, Florida, which seeks to end private zoos and some of what they they do that's really harmful. Um, so anyway, but he he gets <laughs> he gets uh, a little extra by the end and ends up in prison, unsurprisingly, but anyway. He gets a I, little extra I, and ends up in prison. I because <laughs> I'm afraid that, you know, the minute that I see an animal getting hurt, I'm out. Like I am So that's down. what people keep being worried about. You don't see much animal cruelty. You don't really see animal cruelty in that docuseries. Okay. It's not like don't fuck with cats. It's not like that. Oof. Yeah, that was rough. Don't fuck with cats. Okay. Yo, I watched Hell's Kitchen. What are you guys <laughs> no, doing? Hell's all serious. Kitchen. Whoa, Hell's Kitchen? I'm I've been watching some rom-coms. I finally watched No Strings Attached. It was okay. Oh. You're saying you imagined yourself oh. the protagonist of a rom-com? Uh, Austin. <laughs> Austin. <laughs> Austin. I, let's, oh. I don't want to go there oh. with it. <laughs> It's it's research. I'm I'm trying to. <laughs> it's 
research. I'm trying to write a romantic comedy that I've been off for like months. Now's the time to do it. So I'm 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 trying. So I've been watching a few of them to to get the the headspace and the formula down. It's research. It's research. <laughs> <laughs> Loving the time Aww. of Corona, Austin. I. I... Love Genuinely love you, Austin. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Goodness Great gracious! <clears throat> Do you think everyone's so what teas? No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait! Do you think everyone's going to come out of this quarantine alcoholics? I went into it as one. I haven't had a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted I to know. Two uh, bottles. Vodka last week, and I'm they're gone. <laughs> That's yeah, wow. I have a collection of wine bottles now. Yeah, I am. Uh, <sighs> no, I'm drinking tea, bro. But you don't, but you Orange need your NPR ginger. voice if you're gonna drink tea. Come on, man. That's <laughs> true. There I do. You go, there. You're right. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> uh, have, you, have you guys, would you say that? This quarantine no, has I helped you find your. Say the opposite. I've had multiple breakdowns. Hmm. I've had. I've had, I had breakdowns, but I've also really. I don't know. I feel like it's there's a general energy that everyone's worried about money and everyone's kind of in the same boat. Well, most people are, and it's but there's literally nothing that anyone. Yeah, can do I fluctuate about it between being yeah. like super worried about my money yeah. and just being so laissez-faire about it that I'm just like, dude, whatever. We're all fucked. I'm just gonna call like every financial institution that I like owe money to and say I mm-hmm. I can't pay it right now and they but they don't have a they yeah. what are they gonna do are they gonna repo my car in the middle of all this like yeah i mean <laughs> yeah probably maybe. but but genuinely i i feel like a lot of people are i mean we're literally in the same boat <laughs> we're either if hey if we're fucked we're all getting fucked together big old orgy i think my biggest yeah. issue was that i was like beating myself up for the way that I've been choosing to spend my time and that I, I don't feel like I've been utilizing the opportunity of like not having to go to a job to like, like I could have been doing so much more. And then that yeah. spirals into like, Oh, I could have been doing more over the past six years. And I haven't been and like, yeah. And, uh, and then I, I got drunk one night and I wrote this, this really long post for my medium blog. And then I didn't finish it. And then I sat on it for three days and I went back and edited it and edited it, edited it. There's that word again. <laughs> there's that word again. And then, and then I edited finished it. it and it was edited really it. cathartic and felt great. Um, and I'm still not making money off of writing. So that's where that ended. <laughs> I'm going to send you guys a link to it now and use this Yo. as a little self-promotion. <laughs> so who's selling who's nudes? Who's selling nudes? I am. That's how I'm financing uh, my quarantine. Has, has started selling nudes <laughs> as a way to make money. And apparently, they're doing very well. Wow. So, kudos to them. He said, I'm selling content now, LMFAO. And I said, yeah, I saw. How's that How's that working out for you? Is that awkward? Because I imagine, like, most of the people 
who are requesting it are like people who are friends with you on Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram. And she's like, well, I made a, um, a Tinder account that like mentioned it in the bio. So like most of the businesses come from that. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a pretty yeah. good idea. Business wise. A censored photo to Facebook. <laughs> like, I was like, Oh, so that's basically what this is. And I was like, Oh, neat. Nice. I'm not lying. Hey, um, on an unrelated note, does anybody have fifty dollars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, Austin and Casey, have you like? <laughs> are you a part of this virtual tip jar? Dude, no one gives a fuck about me where I work. <laughs> I'm not... Wait, what are you talking about? What Casey is a virtual have, tip jar? Um, what is that Facebook even? Or, like, what? Twitter that he actively uses. So he's un uninformed. So somebody. Oh, Casey. Um, so it is. You go online and you can submit your information. Like it's basically a whole list of bartenders and servers. It's mostly and... for bartenders, from what. Or is more beneficial for bartenders who have like regulars that come in often to see them. Yeah. For people to be able yeah. to say, like, hey, I really appreciate the work you do. Here's a little money and you can collect it via this virtual tip jar. I don't have customers like that. <laughs> so I just I didn't bother with it. I figured I was like, no one's gonna I'd rather not put my name in there and make no money so that I can blame myself later on. Rather than put my name in there and then have nobody give me money and be like, wow, <laughs> no one likes me. At least this way, it's like, well, well, I didn't even try. I've had gray hair ever since I was 15. That's hot. And I look like a scary witch. I look like a that scary is witch hot. in the woods right now. My hair is three different colors. Like, I'm, <laughs> people are going to be Blonde, brunette, and gray. In, yeah. <laughs> it is. I cannot wait oh. to go gray. But okay, so here's but here's the thing though. I as, am as an thrilled. Actor, most of the jobs that I would get would be younger, you know, college or high school since I'm so short. So literally you have I I Well I just color your hair. Point. I need I need to color my hair. But and I used to do it like at home by myself, but then going I started going blonde, so the grays, whenever they did grow out, they could blend in better. But I'm not going to bleach my hair and use those harsh chemicals without a professional there. So, no. Are I'm you not, naturally I'm a blonde? Brunette. Oh, I thought you said you started going blonde. Yeah. Oh, I see and what you're saying. I, I, I yeah, misunderstood. I blonde, so I see. my gray roots did grow, it blended easier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I look, um, I'm, an, I'm a scary How's your hair doing, Will? My hair is still on my head, thank God. So <laughs> that's all. Well, you have gorgeous hair. Shut your mouth. That it'll stay up there for a little while longer. <laughs> <laughs> Are like all the men in either one of your families? Do they go bald? Well, my dad's dead. Or you guys? Okay. Actually, oh. speaking of your dad decomposing. Um, so I pitched Austin this idea earlier, and I thought it was a cool idea. I don't, I was just staring at the cemetery across the street. I had MCR. Because I was just hanging out at my desk. But I had this idea, and I was like, man, 
when I die, I just I'm gonna like get some plywood and just make the shittiest, cheapest box in the ground coffin because I don't want anyone to have to worry about that. And then like the more I was thinking about it, I was like, well, you know what? Like it wouldn't be super hard if you had the right area to work in and the right like materials. You could for pretty cheap make a decent coffin for yourself. And I was just thinking about this and I was like, man. If you made your own coffin, that's so much more personal. Like, I don't know. It it was it was an interesting thought about like creating your own. Yeah, on place a similar but less morbid note, I was watching a bunch of videos about how to build a tiny home earlier. Okay. And I'm strongly considering dedicating <laughs> the next year of my life to building a tiny house for myself. That's so hipster of you. I, yeah, but it's cheap, man. Um, well, I, so that's the thing. I where would you like do a it? Trailer or like a shipping container? Portland. I'm not going to Portland, Megan. God, mm-hmm. I'm taking that. I can take that house wherever I want. Well, yeah, but so don't you right, don't you have to like, like pay for I, a lot to live on? About logistically speaking, <laughs> just <laughs> well, work work on it. I mean, I'd have to, you know. Yeah. Oh, I'm it. certain, but I'd have to yeah. learn how to like make. You'd it. have to take. But it's just, it's just like big Legos. I mean, people have been been building log cabins by themselves <laughs> with no access to information for years. So, like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it seems like a cool idea. Do it, dude. I'll, I'll probably give up on it in a month, and then just like default into renting out apartments. But like for right now, I'm I'm kind of into it. Well, I totally get that people uh, built houses for hundreds of years without formal plans or anything. There are, are far fewer deaths by house fire now a day, so just be aware of that. The risk yeah. increases. That was the uh, that was that was the thing I considered when it came down to electrical work. I was like, mm, well, okay, yeah, this might not be the best idea for me to handle on my own. I haven't seen you all in a bit. What's 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 the haps? What's going on? Um. <laughs> wow. I guess I'll take the lead. Um, <laughs> not much, man. I got some candles. You cut the line uh, just to say not much. <laughs> um. I've been I've been painting a lot. Have you actually? Yeah, yes, but and I, hell yeah, that's I awesome. Got my management what? um position, I just haven't really had the energy or want to paint. Or do anything like that, or write even. Um, free time, my alone time was mine, and even even whenever I was home, I was answering emails and, and doing all that. And now, I I have been painting more and um, trying to write at least. But uh, it's just it's been so weird that this time has really th- this whole quarantine has just open my eyes to certain things in some ways and what I need to be like creative and, and stuff like that. So yeah, I think it's definitely, it's definitely sparked a lot of creativity in people because they're giving themselves something to do. So they're trying to stuff. almost daily complaining about how bored she is and how she can't wait for our workplace to reopen and like, how she's going insane because she has nothing to do and nobody to drink with. And I was like, Hey, maybe get a hobby. 
yeah learn something in this time don't just like waste your days waiting for like normalcy to return because here's like the reality of the situation is like had this just been a two-week quarantine had this just been like a like a minor kind of thing Mm -hmm. i think normalcy could have come back whatever but like it's already been two weeks. This it's already almost been two go weeks. Longer. Like, it's not like this mm. Saturday everything's going to reopen. It's it's going for at least essentially a month. I'm I'm mm. estimating probably longer just based on like the information that I've been seeing. Mm-hmm. Like normalcy has been thrown out the window. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's gone out the window like the song When It's Over by Sugar Ray. It is not... <laughs> coming like things are not going to return to the infrastructure that we had before and that can be good because yes things were not great and now we are seeing like a conservative government hand money out to people like that Mm -hmm. in and of itself is just this like that is a wild thought Mm -hmm. and yeah i think like when this is all done like if you want your life to just go back to the way it was and i get that like maybe like maybe it's because my life's not great when it's over (laughs) when it's over (laughs) please edit that song in please (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying like i i just don't i i was so stuck on sugar ray as a societal like a a wide thing like maybe you and your like husband three kids are just gonna have a normal summer vacation in bali but like Mm -hmm. and that's great for you but like for the like for the rest of us things are gonna be different and we're gonna want change that lasts it's not gonna be this like easy solution i just think it's like pennies and nickels i just think things are gonna be different and i i don't necessarily think that's a bad thing and i feel like this whole thing is kind of like removing the veil off of all the bullshit and all of in in a bunch of different aspects in our personal lives like i know so many people's companies or restaurants or that they've worked for that now like that that they said that oh they were a family like we'll do anything for our family for our workers and and now they are just completely left out to dry and people are just realizing like, oh my gosh, all of the bullshit has just come to the surface and it's right. forcing change. It's forcing different outlooks and it's forcing all of us to spend time with ourselves and figure out what makes us happy and what makes us creative if we want to be creative. And I, so there's always so much fear that can come with certain things like this, but there's so much good that it's just, it's all about perspective and it's how you view this time. Are you going to waste this time? Are you going to spend this time worrying about things that you can't control? Or are you going to spend this time thinking about all of the possibilities and the change that you can make in your life, you know? Right. So it is. And I, and I genuinely feel like everyone has a different perspective and like that one coworker that's texting you and she can't wait to, you know, uh, to go back to work and have a drinking buddy. Like she's forced to be alone. And there's obviously some issues with her being alone. She doesn't enjoy her own company and she's lost without certain things. And I guarantee she's going to be, she's going to be growing, <laughs> growing as a person. Cool. You, you should maybe edit this. <laughs> I, don't know, like, I don't know her. She's probably a lovely person. Um, an asshole that doesn't know her. So yeah. She's fine. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> 
basically, this is a growing period for her. She's fine. Well, yeah. As, I, as it will be for all of us. Yeah, I just think, yeah, the ways in which we utilize the time seem to be very important. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's rough to think that people are so desperate to just, like... I don't know, man. I don't like working in the restaurant industry. I'm not eager to turn to it. Mm-hmm. Like that's so that's just my my perspective. Because the way they were, it was messy. A lot of people were overworked for not enough pay, and now we're being forced to change certain things. And I feel like when things get more under control, um, we we definitely will have a learning experience and hopefully there will be some positive changes, but who knows if we'll just go back to our normal ways and the normal rhythm of things. But deep down, I feel like no one really wants to go back to work. No one really wants to go back to just the, you know, well, no one in our, I think situation, I, I feel like uh, there's a lot of people who don't want things to change. Yeah. Yeah. Will, what is uh, what is your thought on this? Um, <laughs> I I did not fall asleep, uh, but my dog certainly did. Um, <laughs> I hope that things are not the same as they once were. I think a lot. Uh, my brother is a grocery store worker at a Trader Joe's in Chicago, and they are notoriously not unionized which means they have no collective bargaining and people were beginning to talk about hazard pay not existing. So like my brother has to go to work. They're busy all day, every day. And when they, while they have good benefits, they have good benefits. They are not permitted. Those benefits are contingent upon them showing up. So if he's sick, he can't stay home um, because it's, it's not incentivized for him to do so. So if he's sick with the coronavirus, he's more likely to infect other people by coming to work at a grocery store, which is a central nexus for every, where everyone is going during this time. And asking about hazard pay got them to hire a lawyer to come in and dissuade workers from seeking unionization. So I hope that people like him will also have a moment of pause and reflection where they can say, ah, you know what, perhaps it's better if there's some sort of organizing mechanism or collective bargaining, because I I don't know about you, but I would want my grocery store clerk to be healthy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It seems like that's one of the most important people to be healthy. And if that means that he needs to get paid for two weeks to go sit at home until he's healthy again, Mm -hmm. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm also paranoid. My my grandparents are 93 plus and they live in an assisted living home. And I think about them all the time because the, the place where there were the most casualties before New York exploded was uh, a retirement home in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And that that is just. Yeah, I have a great grandmother who's in like the same situation who it's just her. Like my my great grandfather died like, I mean, like years and years ago, like when I was like a kid. And uh, so she's like particularly lonely because she can't, she has like a group of friends that she goes out with regularly and they can't even get together. Yeah. So like yeah. we, everybody in my family has been taking turns calling her to be like, hey, how are you? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Let's it's talk so, about it's so sad. anything. 
That's nice, though. It's it's so sad, all of the people that are so scared and the people that have, like, severe mental health issues and that have routines. And if they don't go through with these routines, it can mess up a lot of things. And it's that's a very, very sad thing to think about. And also um, a lot of, you know, sports are being canceled, schools being canceled, uh, theaters being canceled. And there's maybe a lot of kids that need that escape. They need that. And that's uh, genuinely through this whole thing. That's what I've I've really kind of been thinking about whenever I've had like my little mini breakdowns. It's all all of the people that, you know, maybe there's an abusive household that they're they have to go and they have to stay in right now. And it's just very, yeah. very, it's, it's, it's scared. And it's also, this time has made me realize how grateful I am for, you know, with the position that I'm in and, you know, lucky that the person that I'm with, I like, you know, that I'm trapped in quarantine with. So it's, yeah. And I just keep, I keep going on those like free stock photo websites and finding Really nice photos to set as my computer wallpaper, so that I feel like I made someone nicer. Yeah. Because every time I look outside, the Pittsburgh sky is gray and depressing. Mm-hmm. So, like, same page, man. And but but also with this as well is like there are always blessings in disguise for me. Like the pollution is down, and yeah. like the whole in Italy, I forget where it was, but like the river is just like running clear and right. And like the birds have returned to it. Yes. Use their government installed cameras to spy on people because birds aren't real. That's a discussion (laughs) for another podcast. Um, (laughs) But humans, humans, I think ultimately we can all agree that humans are garbage. So agreed. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, yeah. I've been trying to write more. Megan, I will get about some of that sick stuff that we were talking about Mm -hmm. whenever I, get to it yeah take your time bro we we got it, time we it, got nothing but time it will <laughs> we whenever i get to it whenever i get to it so much it's not online view <laughs> i will say the internet has been giving us prime memes just the primest best memes yeah, memes have been on the up. Filet <laughs> meme yawn. <laughs> I'm also kind of concerned. A lot of people have been cooped up in their house and they've been wanting to adopt animals. And the minute that we do maybe get back to society, um, these animals, they're, they're going to realize that it was a commitment that they could not keep up with. And that's what I've also been kind of bummed about. Yeah, I'm sure uh, Justin's really going to struggle when you get back to work. It's not going to be the same thing, you guys. I'm not going to be there to feed him, take care of him. true, I know. No, if anything, he's the one that has to take me out for walks every day. (laughs) Yeah. Does he tell you, does he put you on a leash too? Yes, for, um, yeah. Uh -uh. Oh. Yeah, that sounds that's, about right. It's none of your business. For personal reasons. <laughs> no, but he's definitely the adult. He is the adult. I'm a child. I'm trying really hard to maintain my youth and uh, just be a child at heart as much as I can. Um, I still try to have my dad do my taxes for me. And I looked him dead in the eye and I was like, until you are 
off of this earth. You will do my taxes. Please don't take this from me. It's like, <laughs> all right. Like, I will, I have to pay my rent. I have to pay bills. But please, God, the minute that I have to get TurboTax, I, a part of me will die deep down inside. Please don't let me do my taxes. That's it. <laughs> That's the end. Oh, you can get access to the cash app. Now there's a Oy creepy my door, my door does that every time you open or close it. It is wholly unfortunate. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Would you guys like Austin's an audio taking us through like an audio narrative? <laughs> I don't know. Austin's into some pretty fringe fetish stuff. I mean, there's a, there's a market for it. There's an appetite for it out there. He's just getting into it first. Um, hi everyone. Um, welcome to our ASMR podcast. <laughs> Today is ASMR. I once and read some hiccup smut. It is. <laughs> yeah, so I had been researching that there, there. Yeah, there were like there are like kink people that are. Into, this is real. Um, Yikes! And I don't, I don't know quite. Oh, I still don't God. quite understand the sexual gratification <sighs> angle of it, but um, people have written like hiccup based kink smut like it's pretty remarkable where what, what, what the internet is capable of producing that's yeah. incredible do you have examples you could read maybe please yeah. please i'm sure we can i'm sure we could oh, all find I gotta it pull up an excerpt but, uh, yeah. i will say I, I i didn't find it terribly um dissatisfying you didn't find it erotic or uh not only not erotic but like engaging like i was like okay um, i'm so it's not it's not that it's the kink that is the issue it's the fact that it's poorly written it's not it's not a page turner <laughs> perhaps perhaps i i have more of a writerly problem with it than, uh, yeah, do you think if somebody wrote like a like pornographic material that you maybe necessarily didn't jive with at first but it was so well written do you think that might change your mindset on that Oh, guaranteed. Now, Megan, what is something that you're absolutely not into at all sexually? Oh, God. Um... So much. <laughs> or so little. Oh. Sorry, so you're saying that good writing would persuade me to think differently about it? That's I what I was, think. yeah, that's what I was inquiring. Like, if you were like, ah, I don't know, I'm not really into, I'm trying to think of something, like, you're like let's say you're not into feet. But someone just wrote about defeat so extravagantly. Um, I feel like this is chicken or egg. <laughs> I would give it a chance, you know. Why not? Like what came first, the the, the fetish or the writing? <laughs> the fetish or the desire to read that? <laughs> well, as as a person <laughs> who can't get aroused without sonic fan fiction... Um, <laughs> I can say that the writing does matter. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta really dig into the Oof. details and put your wow. put your own little twist on Coitus. <laughs> his voice caught you and you hiccuped, eyes locking with his. He grinned. He had found your tell. You hiccuped when you were enjoying yourself. It drove you mad. You hated it. And of course, Tony thought it was the most adorable thing ever. He wanted nothing more than to make you hiccup. You held your breath and Tony laughed, thrusting into you a little faster when he reached down, thumb-circling your clit. 
You groaned, eyes closing, back arching as as spots appeared behind your lids and you could only cry his name. Tony loved it. Your hiccups. Oh, no. You're welcome, guys. (laughs) Uh, Just just for the record, that is Tony Stark Iron Man. Oh. Wow, whatever I've done, it wasn't worse than that. That was a bless your heart sigh right there. (laughs) Oh, bless your heart. I don't think I've ever had anybody bless my heart specifically. Well, then well count your count your lucky stars. Is that also a, a southern originated saying? I don't know. It definitely happens more often in in the south. Yeah, that's for sure. It's like um, if you're like, oh, that that's a good try. Bless your heart. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's that's the context for it usually. Ouch. My dog is having a very interactive God. dream right now. An interactive you ever met dream. someone that he's like growling at something and everything <laughs> interactive dream on Digby? He's uh yeah, this is very it's oh, like it's dog, right now except he's unconscious. <laughs> so I guess Megan died. Mm, okay. So that's unfortunate. Um and she also died she can't for real? so golly. Is it time for an outro? Alright, well hey guys, thanks for listening <laughs> to this uh weirdly distant episode of verbal filler uh tune in weirdly socially distant yeah we, socially. socially this socially distant episode of verbal Filler. um wash your hands clean your face don't go outside unless you have to and uh hey we're gonna get through this problem